Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From brand new Studio B, welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast. Yes, indeed. It's a whole new look today. You don't get to see my pants. Maybe I'm not even wearing any pants. I know that. (laughs) We are not wearing pants. No Pants Thursday. The No Pants Dance. Name the movie. No idea. Probably another one from the black and white era. You've never seen Anchorman either? Oh. I've seen Anchorman. I'm sorry I didn't know the No Pants yeah, that's, Dance that's reference. That's probably the 900th thing. I know. Thing of all reference. the things you'd quote from Anchorman, the No Pants Dance, that's what you pull. You, I mean, come on. Pull a No Pants Dance, Anchorman. Braggs has embarrassed himself all morning long by not knowing The Natural, not knowing Roy Hobbs, not knowing any movie from like prior to 2015. It's been a bad morning for you. It's been a great morning. I just don't acknowledge movies before 1989. Lawrence, you just put yourself on screen because you have well, something to say about something. Well, no, I, I want to know what the hell it is. I haven't. Yeah, I'm just. This is new. To, it's a very new. I don't understand what's going on here. I, I don't know. I guess I like Studio B. It's I like interesting. It. I like it. I'm, I'm into it. I'm totally into it as much as I'm into anything in life right like, now. Because like when we're in studio, those seats, yeah, like my fat, my fat ass sinks in them. <sighs> so then my 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 feet sometimes don't touch the ground. I feel like a toddler. Then I'm like trying to cross my legs like you guys. You always yeah, cross your legs. It's not a great look. For you always cross else. your legs in this weird way when we're sitting. It's Cause, like because um, I'm flexible. You're I'm so athlete. flexible. You're so, yoga. You know. Uh, if we could, everyone, yeah. please. We could get some wings Thankfully. on set too. Please like the please you like the wings video. and rings. And hey, uh, you know, if you haven't subscribed yet to our channel, go for it. Yeah, we got we, good things coming. We we do appreciate anybody who's watching, period. But we would love if you'd hit the like button and the subscribe button as we continue to try to grow CHGO to the moon. We appreciate everybody who's done that in the past. Thank you so much. Jump on in today as well with a like. Thank you. And look, we are. Uh, how many hours is it until noon on Sunday? Because I'm ready to play the game right now. I want to. I am. I am ready for 17. Did you watch his press conference yesterday? I watched Tyson Bajan's press conference. Uh, kids got a lot of confidence. There's no question about it. Grounded confidence, would you call it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you're always going to be a little guarded in front of the media, right? So what is he away from the microphone? Because I bet you it's even more than that. He's cool as hell away from the microphone, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's a he's a relaxed Bayesian for my <laughs> for my five second interaction with him. I enjoyed him. I would say the same thing. By the way, about Justin Fields, also cool away from the microphone, pretty cooler. 
This is Justin. 71 hours, 55 minutes until Sep- Sunday. Thank you very much. All right. So Tyson spoke yesterday. If you didn't see it, it was it was 10 minutes of uh, Bears glory. A lot of good questions asked. I, I pulled out one particular thing, which is uh, the plan for Sunday. Tyson's got a plan how we're going to do this. And we're going to ask you a very important question in the chat coming up here. So get your thinking hats on. But first off, let's hear from Tyson Bajan yesterday on what the plan is for Sunday, how the Bears are going to win a football game, how he's going to put the team in the best position for success. Here's 17. Yeah, I think this offense is very similar to what I operated in in college for four and a half years. Um, And you know, the, the, the more times you get the ball out on time, especially in the quick game, you know, stay ahead of the sticks. You know, the more, the, the, the more tired that the D-line gets, the less likely they are to have a superstar rush on every play. Um, and, you know, as long as you can play ahead of the sticks, get first downs and first downs, as long as you can keep the, you know, our defense off the field and let them rest because, you know, how good they've been playing, uh, the, the better everything goes. So be able to take your shots, you know, sporadically, but, you know, more so than not, you know, how can I get the ball out? How can I take the pressure off of our O-line um, and kind of unmotivate the D-line, so to speak? Take the pressure off the O-line. Unmotivate the D-line. Get the ball out quick. Take your chances when they're there. I do think listening to the entire press conference that there has been some coaching points particularly the ball that he threw to DJ that you know as, as great as that looked he was maybe thinking too big just get to the check down lived enough play another day so I am a slightly worried that he's being coached to be checked down Charlie I think that's how you put it but I, I also think that um, you know a, a guy like uh, Tyson Bage is good Tyson Bajan he's gonna find he's gonna find his way to get the ball downfield too but he also admitted in that answer um not the one we just played, but to your point about the play to DJ Moore. So in that answer, but not that answer. Well, I'm just saying not in the question we just played, but where you said um, where he alluded to where he tried to do too much on the DJ Moore play and, and take the check down. What he said, though, that I found interesting in that answer was that he has to understand the whole play and that pre-snap, it may have seemed like a good idea to go one-on-one with DJ, but it's about understanding the whole play. And this is what I've just been trying to really harp on. Cause I know you're really excited for Sunday. And so am I, I think I'm, I, I, I'm intrigued, you know, because this is the first time we have a chance to see a quarterback being developed in Chicago, which we've literally as fans been asking for, for 10 years, uh, since when Ryan Pace got here and promised he would draft a quarterback every year. So in, in my opinion, we're finally getting what we want. Nobody wants to see Justin Fields hurt. But to the regard of 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 Tyson Bajan understanding the whole play, that's that's the thing that I think is going to be his biggest adjustment. First read, second read, he's going to have that. But when he has to let the play develop, understand the entire play, and then also seeing coverages he's never seen before, that's going to be a challenge for any rookie quarterback, especially one from Division Two. He's walking up a steep hill, baby. Hell yeah. Which I think that it's very similar to you, Greg Braggs. You walked up a steep hill. You started taking videos in the stands. You tried to find a pathway into this media game that you have always loved, but now you sort of hate that you're a part of, but love at the same time. (laughs) So you might be our most Bajant-like character at CHGO. I definitely resonated when he talked about uh, playing with nothing to lose. Right. Um, you know, that that to me is something I, I, I literally was just telling my wife two days ago about. I'm not going to play this media game safe. I'm going to play it with nothing to lose. I'm not supposed to be here. And I think that's the kind of mentality he's going to go in this Sunday. 
He's not, he's not supposed to be here at uh, QB one already right out the gate. So grip it and rip it. What it, pressure is such a big thing. And when you're Justin Fields and you have all these expectations, that's different than a guy like Taysom Bajan that no one has any expectations for. Chat, do we think that we have a direct match here? Greg Braggs Jr., Tyson Bajan. Should Braggs already have a 17 jersey and he's been sleeping on it? Should he have not allowed me to become the mayor of Bajan Island when he was becoming the mayor of Meatball Island? Should he have seen his future better? Uh, hey, I'm a Bears fan first, so Tyson Bajan is always welcome on Meatball Island, as is Justin Fields if he wants to join the party. But at the end of the day, you know, no, I, I think this is where we kind of get lost in the weeds with hyperbole and everybody's getting super <laughs> defensive when it comes to Drew Black. Very funny. That's insulting the Bajan. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, when we get caught in these extremes and trying to defend Justin Fields against Tyson Bajan, at the end of the day, you should be rooting for this kid to come out there and have a big time game, um, regardless of what that means against Justin Fields reputation. They're two separate conversations. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not even, look, I'm not bringing that up. Yeah, but fans are constantly talking about this. To, so. Okay, I understand. You you bring in all elements of Twitter into the conversation. Not Twitter. It's our chat. The Twitter, the chat is in Twitter, and the chat's talking about it right now. What are they saying? Well, I'm just saying, like, they'll they'll be bringing up. It's, the, yeah, no, right, right. We do not need to make this a Bajent versus, versus Fields thing. But we thing. will. That's what Chicago's always well, but, been, but, a quarterback controversy town. Sure, and that's that's the fun of it. Okay, well, let me add, let me, let me, okay. Let Rex me, is let, our quarterback. Okay, let, that's fine. Let, but we didn't have, <laughs> who was the other option at the time? I don't even remember. Who who do they want to Kyle be? Kyle Orton. Oh, right, of course. Rex is uh, our quarterback. Right, that drove me nuts. But I, Kyle I, I, when they, but they, but then, but they traded, right, they traded Kyle, and it made me sick, and then we had Cutler, and I, I hated him, too, and everybody loved him. Um, but, well, that was a, more of a split. But here, let me ask you this. To, to, the, to, the, to the people in the chat... And to you, for that matter, you can you can speak for them. How about this? You'll you'll speak for those um, people right now. I'll try to you, do your best. Um, all right. So let's say that because uh, everything that I'm hearing about the 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 fields thumb situation, couple of weeks now. That's that's what that's the most universal thought process on how long he's going to be out that he's going to they should miss a couple of weeks fields is let's let's remember this about justin fields justin fields is as tough as they come he is not going to baby himself on getting back to the field he's not going to need to be 100 this guy's played with all sorts of injuries at ohio state when he shouldn't have been on the field he's like there's just no way you're oh gonna God. remember the crack rib game yeah i mean good god I mean, he got thrilled. F Fields is, he's, he's, he's a bull on the field. He's a bull off the field. He's, uh, uh, he's going, as soon as he can play, he's going to be back out there. So yep. I'm asking you the question to the Fields fandom, the, to, to the diehards who, you know, F you, Garmy, you, you, you're a Bajan guy. Why do you like Bajan? To, to everybody, he's a, he's, a, he's a Division II quarterback. He's got no chance. He's Shane Matthews. He's P.T. Willis. He's Moses Moreno. He's all of those guys. Uh, to, to that crowd. Who's P.T. Willis? Is that the guy Peter that's Tom Willis, Florida State University. Uh, you don't remember P.T. Willis? I thought that was the guy that stole the plane and jumped right. out of no, it. You're thinking of P.T. Barnum. Yeah, yes. No, to, to Jake USMC, <laughs> who's been coming at me all week. I love you, Jake. You know, I know you love me, too. Um, Semper Fi, Jake. Yeah. So to, all, to that crowd, <laughs> if... Let's just say for argument's sake, we're in the hypothetical world. Yes, I like to live there often. Let's just say hypothetically, mm -hmm. Bajan plays exceedingly well. 
He goes 25 of 32. The Bears win the football game. He throws a couple of touchdown passes. He did. He doesn't even throw a pick, even though I think he's going to throw some picks here because that's what he did in college. He's going to do it in the NFL. It'd be almost impossible to right. to not do that because uh, he is going to take some chances. But let's just say, for argument's sake, he does that, and he does it in back-to-back weeks. And now Justin's ready to play. You want to go back to Justin at that point? Let's just say uh, hypothetically. So what are his numbers each week? He's 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 a combined. He he did what Justin did the last two weeks that before eight we, touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You going back to him? You're a dot. You're a, you're just remember. You hate Beijing. You love Fields. I don't hate you, Beijing. You know, I'm, I, this is the this is this hat that this I'm having you wear. Per, okay, there it is. Southwest Outlander. No doubt about it. Go back to Justin. Man, it, it would be a really tough decision for the coaching staff. I mean, what I would do and what the coaching staff. I, I'd predict would do are two totally different things. I mean, I'd probably go back to Justin Fields, you know, personally, because, you know, I think the potential, the potential ceiling is higher with Justin and you have to see what you, you need, you need to see what you got to, you have in Justin Fields before the end of this year. Okay. You have to. Let me, let me, let me just stop you right there. Let me, let me stop that question because I keep hearing that one too. The Justin is the better quarterback. The, f- the ceiling is higher. Yes. Why, how do we know that? Because you're just basing that on pure athletic t- talent? Um, I mean, how, how, do, how do we have any idea who's got a higher ceiling here? Well, I mean, Tyson Bajan was undrafted for a reason, right? Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, I think you're kind of getting a little too excited here. I mean, uh, I, I'm excited and intrigued to see what Tyson Bajan right. can do this Look, Sunday, but he was undrafted for a reason. I, I don't want to use exceptions to make my... It's always an exception. But there's lots of exceptions. What what round was Joe Montana drafted in? I mean, I'm not... You're, okay, you're, okay. You're I'll, I'll, answer, me, I'll, I'll answer these questions. Joe Montana was a third round pick, right. okay? Still what, drafted. St- that's fine. What's Arguable cool to, and, what, and what's cool our, did Joe our, Montana but, go to? Yeah. Uh, he went to Notre Dame. Right. Yeah. And Tom Brady. What, dra- what round was he drafted in? Sixth. The sixth round. And yeah. what school did he go to? Was he, he, he went to Michigan. Yeah. And why wasn't you, he a starter at Michigan? Why was he a seventh round pick? Because Drew Bledsoe, or who was the quarterback of it wasn't Michigan yeah. um, back it, then. But they had a good quarterback, a veteran quarterback. Brian Greasy was their quarterback at Michigan, which was why he was the backup for as long as he was at Michigan. So you're you hold on so so, so so hold on hold on then okay if you're gonna go down that road then what what college did did, did Patrick Mahomes go to Texas Tech yeah Texas which is Tech, a baby. Big Twelve that's Big a Power Five University yeah. now it's, it's now it's, Tyson Bajan stayed at Shepard because it was best for him he rolled the dice even when he had an opportunity to transfer and I respect him for that because he still ended up right. in the spot that he got could 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 have played at any big 10 big college that he wanted to play after he had success at D2 right to, chose not to my my the, the point I'm trying to make here for the record is that the NFL gets quarterbacks wrong. EJ is the best, you know, extreme example. Kurt Warner was bagging groceries. Exactly. The NFL gets quarterbacks wrong all the time. There's a, there's a zillion quarterbacks that you can point to that were not thought to be, um, you know, the Kings of the world. Sure. Peyton Manning. That's a, you know, it's a number one overall draft pick, top five quarterback of all time. Top 10. Joe Montana, nobody thought he was going to be a top 10 quarterback, top five. Nobody thought that Tom Brady was going to become the GOAT. Think about how bad that the NFL missed on the greatest quarterbacks of all time, okay? 
They 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 were even even if you go back to like '83, Dan Marino in that draft, he was the fifth quarterback taken. They all they Todd Blackledge was taken. They get it just wrong. because he was Tony Romo. There's another one undrafted. They get it wrong all the time. So it's it's not like I'm talking about something that's completely foreign to I'm what not, goes on. It, it happens literally every I'm single. Just, what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying that because he's undrafted that means he can't play quarterback at this league. What I'm saying is. That means he does have flaws. Like, Justin Fields has flaws, but to act like Tyson Bajan, and I know you're not saying this, but to to get over your skis and not acknowledge that there are flaws Tyson Bajan has I don't that may be different than Justin Fields, and you're only basing it off of, well, we don't know what those are yet. Yeah, we got to see him play. Of course we do, but I can... Uh, I can I can surmise that he has flaws because he played at Division Two, because he was undrafted, because that like those are easy bridges to cross. You know, I, I just Justin I, Fields' flaws are on full display because he's been in the spotlight his whole life. Just, Tyson Bajan has the the luxury of hiding under the weeds right now, but it's all going to be on display on Sunday. I'm intrigued. Even borderline excited. You're insanely excited. I understand. That's fine. It's something different, something new, something. Cur- There's curiosity there. We're going on a, on a first date on Sunday, right? With someone with with some interesting potential. <laughs> All right, lots could happen. Right. It could be. It could be a one night stand. She could have a nice body. It could. She, she already no. No. She. She could have, be a good conversationalist, but then you know you get too close, she might have bad breath. And, and you don't see that. Yeah, but you got to look past that. Just that, 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 That's a fixable thing. I, I hope that the only thing the Bajan's not doing right on Sunday is his bad breath. But so, look, I... I we, do, we do not know. We're going to get some answers on Sunday. We'll see. And, uh, look, I don't, I don't know about you, and I'm not, I'm not blaming Justin Fields, uh, you know, and, and, and he has his part in it, but... The Bears had a terrible roster last year. The Bears coaching staff has not helped Justin. That's clear. And, uh, you know, he's been climbing uphill. However, uh, I would like to start winning some football games around here. Okay. But they have more flaws around this team. Like Tyson Bajan's not going to save them from. Of course not. Of the, course the, not. The, the, the inconsistencies around the quarterback. What is so funny? No, I, I just mean, uh, there's just just the chat. Brush her teeth, easy fix. Uh, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're we're not brushing anyone's teeth here. La promise, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, All right, boy. so look, I, I guess we're in a fa- we're in a fair place. Hey, and and by the way, MP Tyson is better than Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy, uh I don't know. Where where where's he rank in the NFL right now quarterback wise? Where where is he? Top 7? Right. And we're using an extra somebody Top just 12? asked in the chat, you know, what if he plays like Brock Purdy? The Bears are not the San Francisco 49ers, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You know, and this is the thing you have to understand. So it's it's interesting to me that by the way the, the, the I guess the the consensus in the chat on the page and your and you brought it up so it's this is your fault but you're you all are saying that because he went to Shepherd no I'm just in insin- what I'm okay, go ahead Iowa, finish your comment Brad Purdy went to Iowa State this one went to Michigan he went to, like you got, you guys are basing this on where I'm he went saying to college. he has flaws that's why there are flaws he has you're acting like <laughs> if he was this great <sighs> what about Scotty Pippen he went to Central Arkansas oh my gosh. 
You know, that's fine. Scottie Pippen had flaws too, by the way. And it took Jordan beating him out of him to get him to become the Scottie Pippen you know I, he I, could I be should, I today. Have, I shouldn't have brought up yeah. it's another sport, B, Scottie Pippen, so I'll, I'll take that back. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, one of the more fun answers from yesterday from Bajent was, did he have a plan? Uh, if, Again, though, back to the answer, your question never got to answer the second half for your okay, question, so ahead. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> If he has eight touchdowns and one interception the next two games, yeah. the coaches are going to keep him in. You think so? I think so. Well, I don't. Because I you got to remember, Luke Getze fell in love with this guy at the Senior Bowl. Luke Getze is the reason, in a large part, why Tyson Bajan is on this team. Okay. And All there right. may be, and I am definitely speculating here, but we've been through this blame game for six weeks now into the regular season, and Luke Getze's taken a lot of bullets, a lot of bullets from Corey Wooten, from Lance Briggs, from Brian Urlacher, all these former Bears, to all these guys that break down the film. You. J.T. O'Sullivan. I've been after Luke Getze all year long, and if this guy comes in here and operates the offense that Luke Getze's asking him to, he's going to go to Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. See? This guy is running my system the way I asked it to be run. And this is the way the play is designed, and he's getting the ball out to this guy because that's the way the play is run. And if Tyson is executing like you're saying, eight touchdowns, one interception next two weeks, Luke Getzey's going to stick with <laughs> his guy. Octane 10820. Getzey running a Division two offense explains everything. That was interesting because Paige was like, this offense is extremely similar to what I played in for the four and a half years that I was at Shepard. <laughs> so that, uh, you're a funny man, Octane. All right. Hey, uh, well, let me tell you about Sunnyside, and then we'll hear from the what Bajan would do with his life if you missed that yesterday, uh, if, if he didn't make it to the NFL. I'm going to ask Greg Braggs the same question, and, and you, Horacio Hernandez, EV Warrior, Eric Bokenton, Leon Edis. Okay, you don't need to read everyone. I love I, you, I, you love to read I like, random names I, in the chat that are on screen. I didn't it's know ridiculous. what happened. I thought it's like brain. I, I like I like shouting out the chat. It makes it makes we me love happy. the chat. Um so they hey love so, us. So, so they 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 love me. They love I, us. They love us. I mean it's just 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 so much love. It's always flowing. Read the ad. Sunnyside Lawrence <laughs> is your home for judgment free cannabis shopping. It's a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, purchase a wide array of their high quality products let's talk today about the good news which is a gummies it's a it comes in either in gummies or a rechargeable vape pen it's perfect for great moments with the crew so if you're coming out to the tailgate on sunday and you bring some good news that'll be some good news for all of us they've also got the wonder which wants to make the world of cannabis simple to understand and easy to experience for everyone. Flavor for you every single which way uh, through October 31st. That's right. Let's get spooky with our cannabis intake, if you will. Go to sunnyside.shop, sunnyside.shop. Use the code CHGO25 at checkout, and you get 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. It's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. So if you've been there before but you haven't used the code, go back again, use the code, get yourself 25% off. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season and your life, damn it. you got to be 21 or over or an Illinois med card holder. Sunnyside.shop. Use that promo code CHGO25. You just made up a word, a promo code. Uh, Ravi says in the chat, uh, nice hoodie, Carm. You can get that 
hoodie at the chgolocker.com. I don't know. Do you need to be a diehard to get that one? I don't think so. It's no, you nice, don't. No. It's a nice hoodie. Check it out on the chgolocker.com. Welcome and to the gun while show. You're, Welcome to the gun show. Welcome I, to the gun show. Mine's well, it's not exactly a gun show, but you can check out that CHGO Locker while you're eating some hero bread. We're excited to have our Let's new partners. <laughs> We're excited <laughs> to have our new partners here on the show. Uh, make sure you use the code CHGO for ten percent off your first order. Share, uh, you know, I can't wait to start using Hero Bread because you, you know, need it. Well, I need you know healthy options, especially That's when right. it comes to bread. You got to be careful about how many carbs you're taking in every day. You know, the bread is soft, fluffy. You know, it's really, really tasty. And that's, you know, that's that's the number one thing as an eater, you know, that you that's what you want. You want something tasty and healthy. It's high fiber and ultra low net carbs, zero sugar. So, you know, it's checking all the boxes again, 10 percent off at Hero.com. Uh, makes that hero makes sliced bread, buns and tortillas that are available on Hero.com and Amazon. Uh, fewer calories than leading national brands, five to 10 grams protein per serving. So if you're watching your macros like I am with my protein and my fats, my carbs, this is good information to have. So right now, Hero Brand Bread is offering the CHGO fam 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.com and use our code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. All right. Get yourself some hero bread. I'm fired up for it. I'm going to be doing some videos as I eat my hero bread. Poppy the puppy's going to get some hero bread. Lawrence, you're going to have some hero bread? Are you supposed to be feeding your dog bread? Why can't you feed you your can dog feed bread? feed your dog bread. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, fine. No bread for Poppy. If 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 Lawrence is saying that it's bad for the pop pop, I don't know. I just don't know if dogs need bread. Ah, they need it. All right. So, Braggs, everybody needs bread. If you if you did not, let's just say argument's sake here that you got kicked out of Brick Lane because you got in another fight with another one of your coworkers, and they were just like, you know what? Get out of here. We can't take you anymore. And they this, can't take. They can't take this. That's right. That's right. And 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 for some odd reason, <laughs> uh, Kevin Kaduk and Jake Flanagan came to their senses and, and said, "Get out of here, Braggs. You're you're bad for business." <laughs> what what what's your backup plan? You got one? Uh, I think if I had stopped bricklaying at any point, I was going to go try to get into the the Ford the Ford plant. Ford plant? Yeah. You're going to work at the car factory? Yeah. Okay. Go All work right. at the car factory over in Chicago I, Heights. I, I, I do that with you. I have a bunch of friends that are over there. It's a good company. and Like the old um, Michael Keaton film. Got some higher ups I'm friendly with. So I was always thinking to myself, well, maybe one day I could angle myself into the Ford plant, put together some cars, All listen right. to I, I got Mark it. Carmen on the radio in my earbuds there while you go. I'm you know, on the factory line and, and call it a day. I appreciate that. I, I don't like, I, like gung ho. Remember the old Michael Keaton film? That one I 80s? have not seen. That. He's working in the car factory in the, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Okay. Let's go. I, I mean, I sort of like you more as an Uber driver, just entertaining people and just talking all day long and, and getting to know the world, but it's fine. You want to go for plant. That's great. Tyson Bajant, what are you going to do? Or what were you going to do if this NFL thing didn't work out for you? Yeah, I was going to um, just basically just crossfit my life away, get as ripped and jacked as I possibly could, <laughs> and uh, be a teacher at Martinsburg High School. Crossfit his life away, <laughs> get ripped, and be a teacher 
at his local high school in Martinsburg, Martinsville. West, West Martinsville. Virginia. Martinsville, whatever. Yes. Doesn't matter. Martinsburg. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Doesn't matter. Is that not the greatest answer you've ever heard? How does that make you not fall in love? The dude was just going to crossfit his life away. Get ripped. I'm going to teach kids. I'm going to play football. I'm going to hang out at home. I'm going to go down to the local watering hole and live my life. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's you. You, you are him. No, I definitely would not have been a teacher. <laughs> that I'm not. Jim? Huh? Jim class, maybe. Are you, um, I, so we'll see. I mean, I like you know his, who he he definitely has shades of Josh McCown. That's shades of Josh McCown. What does that mean? Josh McCown was a teacher oh, okay. when the okay. Bears brought that. him back. He okay. was a substitute teacher. Okay, and then he came into the league with a lot of confidence, talking about his faith, and gripped it and ripped it. Nothing to lose. He's got a little bit of Josh McCown vibes to him. I, I love the whole McCown conversation. That's making it back away, around. Like, yeah, McCown. He could be. He he wasn't as good as, as Cutler was. But. And I wish we would have been friends back then. But you were ignoring me because you were just too big time at the moment. But now I've dragged you down to my level. But back then, I was a big Josh McCown guy and was were you adamant, really big Josh McCown guy when he when he went off and they didn't punt. The entire game against Dallas. Yeah. And every yep. drive was a scoring drive. Yeah. I was like, no more Jay Cutler. This should be your quarterback. Right. I'm done with the Jay Cutler roller coaster experience. I want Josh McCown as my quarterback. And they didn't do it. They went back to Jay. You, you know exactly. You know, you know who wanted Josh McCown to be the Bears quarterback at that time? You. Well, me and the entire wide receiver room. If you talk to those guys after the fact, like I have, uh Earl Bennett. Yeah, we wanted McCown to stay in there. He was rolling. Yep. There was, nobody wanted to go back to uh, to Cuddy Cuddy Cut Old Cut. Old pissy pants. Well, yeah, well he, wow. I, 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 not, like, I didn't know you had that level of Cutler. No, I don't like Jay. Uh, Cutler in you. All right. Tell here, before we get to uh, Adam Hogan and and and, and uh, Race Car Pelly's coming up also at twelve fifty five. I got a. We got. We're gonna do some fantasy talk with Ray, uh, and also I have a qu- request with Ray, Ray coming up. But and Hogue's coming up in in less than ten minutes. But here, let's look at the offensive line and uh, Nicholas Moriano at practice yesterday. And one of the combinations they saw, and Adam Johns was on Hogan Johns today, and he, he was talking about this, that he thinks it's going to go like this. Borum at left tackle, Cody Whitehair at left guard, Lucas Patrick at center, Tevin Jenkins at right guard, and Darnell Wright at right tackle. And maybe that, com- I, I guess that combination was out there yesterday. A fluce, good old Carm over here. Chris Morgan, too, I guess. You guys know a ton more about football than me. I'm not trying to do your job for you. I'm assuming that that was just one combination, though, that you were playing with yesterday, and that's not how you're going to do things on Sunday. Because uh, that would be insane. You move Tevin from right guard to left guard. He's played left guard now. He's settled in. It takes time to re-back adjust. That would be an insane thing to do with somebody who's just getting back healthy. Right. Hey, go back and do this. That does not make sense, all right? What also doesn't make sense, you are a developing football team. Jatiri Carter, when he has gotten a chance to play, has shown some ability to play. Cody Whitehair is a gone, 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 gone. 
free agent at the end of the year. You're not bringing him back. He was terrible last week. I don't think they put him into success by making him a center, but putting him back to left guard to move Tevin back to right guard and sit Jatiri makes 0.0 sense in my mind. So I'm assuming that that was just something they were playing around with yesterday and that's not going to be the case. But if that is going to be the case, that is insane to me. Player, put Tevin at left guard, leave him there. Right. And, and and give Jatiri Carter a chance to play right guard while Nate Davis is injured. Let's see how he does. Put Lucas Patrick at center. That's your best option. If you want to make a change there and play Doug Kramer, go right ahead. Dan Feeney. Or, 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 yeah, you want to do that? Go ahead. You can't go back to Cody. Cody is never playing center again for you, period. Best thing for Cody, best thing for you. You want to play around with that? I, I get it. Well, if, he made this mistake in the summer, right? Yeah. When Cody got hurt. And now you're moving two spots to fix one. And you never move two spots. Now you're messing with two. Right. And to me, yeah, it it makes absolutely no sense. Leave Tevin Jenkins where he's at. He's been playing great. And only address right guard. Now you switch two. Now it's two different guys learning two different spots. That creates confusion, creates chaos in the backfield. That's not what they're going to do, right? You, I, you, that 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 was just something that that the media saw yesterday. They maybe they even put the maybe they put them out there on purpose so it would get out that they would that the great Nicholas Moriano would report that, and all of a sudden the Raiders would be super confused, and that's how we're gonna get one more edge on on the Raiders, right? That's what happened yesterday. I mean, I I have no idea. You know, at this point. I think Eberflus has proven that he's gonna is willing to switch the O line in a way that we wouldn't agree on. So you can't rule it out as a possibility. Okay, I, I am. I am. He wants veterans on his line, and he looks at Lucas Patrick and Cody Whitehair as veterans that know what they're doing. I've heard him say it in press conferences about Cody, and even though these two guys consistently week to week don't get the job done. And looks silly out there for veterans. Jatiri Carter, while he may have his flaws as a young offensive lineman, you know, as a late round pick, he, like you said, is showing he can play. Is there going to be a developmental curve there? Yeah, but I'd take that over a veteran that's expected to be consistent and isn't. 999 Super Chat from The Bears Bastard. Love you, The Bears Bastard. Sad seeing Cody's colossal demise. Only guy who has been here since the Fox era. Once a fan favorite and consistent player is now booed week after week. People forget how much he's done for the Bears. Look, he has been a solid Bear. To be clear, as the the Bears bastard finishing up here with another $1.99, to be clear, he's a liability now. He needs to sit. Right. Look, I I don't... I I wish I said this earlier in the week that I had been more adamant at the time. Do not put Cody Whitehair back to center. That's crazy. You're asking him at the end of his career to go back to playing a position that he was never comfortable in originally... Made no sense, but that's what they did. And now it just looks like he's uh, all sorts of lost. So I, I, I don't know. Cody, for, for a while there, you know, to, to the Bears bastard's point, he was, he was a fan favorite on the offensive line. The only guy that didn't like Cody Whitehair ever was the guy that I used to do the radio, the Bears postgame show with Ed Bradovich. He never liked him. Um, but this, this ending was 
is is unfortunate. But hey, look, Father Time is uh, undefeated. Why don't, why don't this is just a on air suggestion with uh, producing the rest of the show? But why don't we get through the rest of the super chats now before we get to Hogue and um, Great and, idea. And Let's Ray, go. So we don't, you know, extend the back end of the show. There we wow. go. Great. Oh, look at that. Look at this guy, Kevin Carlson. I'm Twenty. I'm a pro. You're such a pro. It's, it's <laughs> like Tyson Bajan. You can do it too. I mean, you can just go for it. Nothing to lose, and then one day. You're going to be sitting next to all-stars like Mark Carmen, and you'll be a pro yourself. That's really nice of you to say, Greg. Thank you, and, and very accurate, too. That's exactly what I am. Uh, $20 from Kevin Carlson. Bears fans, what if Peterman was QB1 right now? It would be so boring and no hope. Bajan brings the what if. What if the faster decision-making and the quick release makes the difference this offense is a juggernaut on Sunday. What if? That's right. Well, right, Kevin. Damn ass right. Nathan Peterman was playing on Sunday. I'd be straight miserable. Well, that's that's the point I'm I'm trying to get Bears I, fans to come around. We're all so emotionally invested in this field's experience and wanting to see it through. But this is a separate conversation about, yes, we don't have Nathan Peterman, the tank commander, coming out this Sunday. We have a developmental quarterback that is intriguing. <laughs> Tank Commander Peterman. He was, and he did a great job leading us to our tank victory last year. I think I we did don't, a graphic, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to tank this year because we have the Panthers pick. Yeah. They should be trying to develop and win games however that's possible. And Tyson Bajit, next man up, unfortunate circumstance for Fields, but you should be intrigued at the and, and even borderline excited to see what this kid can do. I'm sure there's going to be bumps along the road, but at least now we have a developmental quarterback that we can look into. Which which is uh, what I was begging for leading up into the draft. Let's get somebody in here who we can develop. My guy was Holden Aylers. They didn't go with Holden. That's fine. They went with Bajan. Great. Uh, that's why they get paid the big bucks. Joe Calcagno, four ninety nine. I don't want to draft a quarterback for a few years. Build a roster. Build a winning coaching staff. Add blue chip players, and a quarterback will emerge. Yep. Joe, if they get the number one overall pick, they're taking Caleb Williams. So you better brace yourself for it. Yep. No matter what happens with Bajan, no matter what happens with Fields, the yeah, rest. I of the understand way. the logic behind it, but yes, I mean. I mean, you only get so many shots to have a number one pick and a and number one quarterback draft option. Um, so, you know, as much as that makes sense, if they have a top one or two pick, a quarterback's going to be the the name set off the board. Yeah, and people are uh, talking about Caleb Williams saying, well, you want so part of ownership in whatever franchise <laughs> drafts him. He's not getting that. It does slightly concern me that he, this dude is this del- delusional. Williams wants the entire organization to have their nails painted. I mean, right. I mean, I want, <laughs> I would love a raise. I'd love a new car. I'd love. Uh, yeah, who's even floating those ideas? Like, that's crazy talk. He's uh, a 22 year old. Well, right. Is, right? I, don't, I, I, I don't know how that got out there, why he said it, but like, it does, that's great. That's what he wants. Somebody, somebody will wake up. I remember interviewing Stefan Marbury when he was a rookie and he had this big idea that Michael Jordan should become a partner with the TV is how he put it. Michael. Jordan should work with the TV, not the NBA. And I'm like, well, it doesn't quite work that way. Uh, you know, Starberry who was very entertaining to watch and was, I love the back end of his career too, but it, don't worry about that. Caleb Williams is going to have to live in reality when he just, when he comes to the NFL. Uh, who's next? We let's, got Chris Peguero. Well, let's do, let's do Hogue. He is here. Let's, okay. let's get to Hogue. We'll, Hogue right, is two, here. Hogue is here. He's got stuff to do. And he at, doesn't have time for our nonsense. Adam Hogue live at Hallis Hall joining us here on the CHGO Bears podcast, his show. What's up, Hoger? What's up, guys? Yes, I never have time for your the nonsense 
from you two. That's but uh, well, I still love know, you very much. Just know the Duke is chiming in, but we're going to go to you first. Sorry, Duke. Well, it's actually a good question to the Duke. And, and Hogue, maybe you can handle this. 1999, what does concussion protocol entail? Are they like, getting serial brain scans on Roshan and seeing he hasn't recovered yet. And of course, Roshan's still in the concussion protocol. I don't know if there's been an update on that today. I I assume there isn't, but how would you answer that for the Duke? Yeah, no update yet today. There's just certain benchmarks. I, I it's, it's spelled out somewhere. I don't have it in front of me right now. I don't keep the concussion protocol in my pocket at all times, but um, there's certain, you know, (laughs) benchmarks that you have to, reach how are you feeling and then you know the standard concussion tests that the independent doctors do Um, and again that's important remember that to clear concussion protocol it has to come from an independent evaluator it can't just be the bears being like hey he's good let's get him back out there um so it's a it's a process and obviously it just comes down to right now him not feeling uh you know, well enough to get cleared. I mean, it's, it's basically as, as simple as it is. And um, I think it's a big, we'll, we'll see. I mean, the injury report's not out yet today. There's still time um, between now and Sunday, but the bears, in my opinion, as I spelled out on, on the show yesterday, greatly missed him in pass protection um, because the guys they had out there, it's just not what they do. Deontay Foreman, I think is fine running the football. I think he missed some opportunities, could have had some bigger gains last week um but from a pass protection standpoint that ain't it man and uh and roshan johnson's the best pass protector on this football team from that running back position and they missed him all right uh well coach is speaking today richard hightower luke etsy and andre curtis who's the safeties coach. Uh, let, let's start with Luke Getze. I know that he went over some of the quote-unquote bad plays. You've been tweeting out some of those plays here, uh, Hoger. So what do we what do we, uh, what do we learn from Getze this morning? Yeah, so, um, you know, the first play of the game, which we've talked about a lot this week, we talked about it with Baldy yesterday. I encourage people to go check that out if, if they didn't catch yesterday's show or listen to the podcast. Um, but it was interesting to hear, and it was a good question from Dan Weeder. Like, look, even the bad play, they, 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 none of these coaches just do stuff without any explanation or reasoning. Okay. You, you might not like the reasoning, but it's still good to hear the coach's reasoning. So the question was basically like, when you open up an empty on that first play, why? Like, what are you looking for? There must be a reason. And he brought up two things. The one is, okay, we all know, like Baldy told us yesterday, and we knew going into the game, Brian Flores likes to blitz everybody or back everybody up, but he's going to show you pressure every single time, and you got to figure it out, uh, you know, either pre-snap or post-snap. Um, so they wanted to see if they went 21 personnel, which means two running backs and one tight end. That's what the Bears were in on that first play. What would the Vikings do? Would they send everybody? Would they back them up? Uh, and also from a uh, personnel standpoint, defensively, would they go big with their you know base package or would they go with their sub personnel, which is nickel, right? And they, um, uh, they went with the sub package. And Fields correctly, this is all according to Getze, Fields correctly did the hard part, quote, the hard part, and set the protection to the right, leaving the hot to the backside, which is something we've talked about this week. I'll get to that in a second. But he recognized, he gave him credit for recognizing a defense that they had never shown us. That, again, coming from Getze. He just didn't do the next part, which is throw the ball. Uh, Getsy said he's got to drift right and throw it, and he didn't do that. That's the same thing that Matty Urflew said on Monday. Um, 
So he did the hard part, didn't do the easy part. I find it concerning because, you know, just from field standpoint, we can debate the call and everything. And I think you still can. I think there's reasonable explanations um, to debate the call. But man, when you look at it, he just freezes. Like, I find it very concerning the way that Fields seemingly knew what was coming and just froze. And then I followed up with Getsy because something we talked about earlier this week. Would you rather have the hot coming from the backside or the front side in front of you? And basically, he said it depends on the throw. This was quick game. This was catch throw. So in that situation, you'd rather have the guy on the backside as long as you know he's coming because he's not going to get to you in time. And so instead of having the defender right in front of you and his arms waving in your throwing lane, you leave the guy hot to the backside. So seemingly did everything they wanted him to do there except throw the football. Okay, so to me, and it's hard to say exactly which one he'd prefer. I mean, the first read is Kari on the far outside, and then you got a receiver in the slot. Uh, just watching the play over, I'm trying to get an understanding of exactly who that was. But to me, the it, I think it's it, DJ Moore. Okay, DJ Moore. The heat comes on him so fast that for him to get that ball out, he had to throw it before either guy made their break back towards the line of scrimmage or back where they face the quarterback. And, yes, and which so, is called being an NFL quarterback. Exactly. And so to me, yeah. that's the problem. He He just... The reason everybody's like, well, we don't know why he hesitated because he needed to see the guy turn around first and he didn't throw it before that. It's as simple as that, which, which gets back to, and we can get to some of these other plays, you know, calling plays to what you know, your players can do. And look, we we can Fields has a lot of strengths. There's a lot of reasons why we all like Justin Fields, but one of the things he doesn't do is throw with anticipation. Now, quick game should just be. Dude, catch throw. It shouldn't, it really should not be that complicated. But man, even if you just check out my Twitter account right now in the video, it's it's just concerning that he just sort of freezes. Now there was a little bit of I'd like to see the right side of the old line stay in their ground a little bit better there than they did. Yeah. This whole idea of him sliding to his right, because he want they basically wanted him to roll to his right a little bit, at least take a couple steps and kind of throw it on the run. And I can kind of see why Justin hesitated doing that because there's it looked like the right tackle being walked back a little bit. But I, I don't know, man. It, it's we, we can talk about it to death. I think we should get to the next play. But I don't love the call. That said, the call should have worked. The quarterback didn't execute it. Okay. On to play two we go. What's what's next on the docket here? So we talked about this too this week. These two plays where uh, they both resulted in turnovers where your running back got left blocking a defensive end. In one case, it's Daniil Hunter who pushes uh, Deontay Foreman straight back into Justin Fields on that interception in the first half. The second one was uh, the Tyson Bajan strip for that got returned for a touchdown. And on that one, you had Darrington Evans left on a three technique, which is just a horrible matchup. So I asked this question to Getsy today. I phrased it exactly like this. I said, I'm going to go out on a limb, Luke, and, and say that you didn't draw it up that way. So what That's- happened? Um, and, you know, you know, to, to his credit, you know, he's being pretty straightforward in these answers. Um, the play one, here's the quote. Just a young guy made a mistake, blocked the little guy, and so he lost an opportunity to throw one to DJ there. Let me translate a little bit. If you watch the video, the call from the center, everybody's sliding left on the protection. Everybody got that call except for Darnell Wright. 
So when he says young guy, he's talking about Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright didn't go left. He blocked to the right, which was the linebacker. And that left Daniel Hunter, the greatest player on that defense, <laughs> to come straight through to the quarterback, leaving only the running back to block him. So miscommunication up front. The second play, again, miscommunication. That's Luke Getze's words. The center made a call. We didn't execute that call. If you look at the video, you see Cody Whitehurst say, hey, fan out left, fan out left. The weird part about this one for me is the one person who didn't fan out left was Cody Whitehair. <laughs> so I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know. It seems to me like Cody said we're going left and then he didn't go left. So, but then again, we saw a, qu a quarterback on the first play who seemed to know what was going on, and then he just didn't do the part. So, guys, sometimes when the bullets are flying, your brain freezes. I don't, I can't say with 100% certainty that that was Cody's fault, but if you're telling your guard to go left, yeah. you can see you him know the, you can see him pointing. Yeah, and you know the three techniques coming through. Then if you don't block him. I don't know who else's fault that could have been. And and I think there's a reason again though, this is who got benched in this game. It was well, Cody White. And that just goes who, to yeah. and, and that just goes to show you where, you know, and, and I really appreciate this insight. It makes us all smarter fans. And and that helps because fans in the stands are gonna scream, Luke Getze is an idiot. And he might be it sometimes. There's things I would push back on him that he could have done better in this game, <clears throat> including running the ball and taking some of this confusion out of the rookie quarterback's hands and out of the center who is having his struggle with his own hands. But at the end of the day, these execution points you're you're highlighting here, just put it on display that there's more layers to why a play doesn't work and simply to always just blame the quarterback or blame the offensive coordinator is not how it always works. And, and fans tend to go to the low-hanging fruit before they have a true understanding of what's going on. So I appreciate the insight. Yeah, I got a couple more too uh, that I haven't just I just haven't had a chance to pull the video yet and tweet it. But um, so the third and seven where they ran the ball um, that you're like, why did they do that? So he said that that was a premier look that they had talked about during the week when they show this. Let's check to a run. So again, the right decision was made at the line of scrimmage according to how they coached it. Now you can say, are they coaching it right? Sure, but it came down to the fact that. The blocking just wasn't executed. That's what Getzey explained, and I think that was the one where he said um, that they actually kind of tripped. It was a foreman who's running on that. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, the running back got tripped actually um, by one of the Vikings, which is an illegal tackle. I didn't necessarily notice that off the top, but um, and then what else? We had the oh the Bajan interception too. Um, Bajan, you know, his explanation yesterday was like, "Hey, I just got to check that ball down," but. You know, according to Getzy, Getzy said the problem was that he took three hitches. If he just takes one hitch and throws it, that ball's out, ball's in the air. DJ Moore has a chance to make the play. He took three hitches. So um, now at that point, when you hesitate, you got to hit the check down. So, you know, it, a couple mistakes there, right? One hitch throw. All right, once you hesitate, then you got to hit the check down. I think the Bears would have rather see him just go one hitch, throw it up there. Um, but... There you go. That that one, I think, mostly on the quarterback, although uh, he did have a lineman come right in his face. Although, again, he also said that Bajan kind of stepped right into the the lineman that ended up hitting him there. So, you know, you can't do that either. 
look, I don't like assigning blame. I kind of get I'm exhausted by it. But listening to everything you're saying here and then listening to Matt Eberflus in my head, it's time on task. It's it's repetition. It's it's, you know, the hits philosophy, right? It seems to me that there's something being dropped here. This dude should, I mean, Darnell Wright doesn't know which way he's going. Uh, Cody White, it, it seems to me that there, that there's somehow, some way, this is not getting drilled in enough. I mean, to me, this it seems like a coaching issue more than anything else. I understand that it's different when bolts are flying, but that's what it feels like. Well, and that's where, like, and this gets into a deeper discussion that goes back to Tuesday when, Carm, you asked Cole Komet, like, what do you want your coach to be saying at the podium um, when we're going through these things? And, and like, Floos obviously is not going to give the amount of detail that Luke Getze did today. I don't have a problem with Getze, you know, walking through these plays. I appreciate it as a reporter. I think, as Greg just said, uh, said it educates the fans. Um, but then the other side of it is, like, well, Oh, and I'm getting these responses on Twitter already, right? Like, KYP, know your personnel. Yeah, well, there's that side of it, but it's like everyone's like, oh, so nothing's Getsy's fault. It's all the players. Like, that's the catch 22 of this is like, if you're going to, if your players F up and you talk about how, you know, they F'd up, then, oh, it's not your fault. And and I do think that there can be times, and I've said this the past couple of weeks, it's like where these coaches can, can say exactly what they're saying. And then at the end of their answer, say, and by the way, we obviously got to coach it better. Right. Because like that's the I, part. Right. Well, that's if the I part put Addison I, I behind, if I, if I put, sorry, Adam, I was just going to say, if I put Addison behind the wheel of the car and I tell her to turn right and she crashes, <laughs> like, well, I told her, but she's not old enough to understand to, to do that. I know I'm being a little condescending. You're a great but. dad. That's all I'm going with whenever we bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going down that road again. No, but it, it, it that was a weird analogy, but I will, <laughs> I, will <laughs> I, I will say that like obviously when you have this many issues and communication issues up front with your offensive line, something's not being coached up right. Like at some point it does come down to the coaching a hundred percent. Um some of these sound pretty simple though. It's say and the fact that this happened at home, like you're not on the road with fans going nuts on us and you're on a silent count. Like this is all stuff that should have been able to be communicated and, uh, and clearly wasn't properly, whether it's in the meetings leading up to the game or simply there on the field pre-snap. Hogue, I know you got to pop out here. We got Ray Scarpelli coming up. We're going to do some fantasy, but uh, anything that we missed in this conversation from today that you think our diehard fans or even sometimes fans need to know. No, just one special teams note because we heard from Richard Hightower about Velas taking the ball out. They were really close to breaking a couple of those, had uh, a penalty or two. Um, But he said, hey, look, weather's turning. We got a good returner. We're going to keep bringing those balls out. So you can expect to see that, especially when the Bears are at home or in any, uh, you know, cold weather situations. All right. Would love to see it. Hogue, great stuff. We'll see you Sunday for pregame, brother. And we'll see you at the tailgate bright and early because you're staying in the city and you're going to be there at 730 helping Braggs probably closer to eight but i'll be there 6 a.m uh, deal 6 a.m eight See o'clock somewhere in there there goes adam hogue uh, race coming up in a second uh, what can you crack your olipop buddy because it is a new kind of soda and uh, you got to get your gut health going on here so look two out of three americans say they suffer from digestive issues you're in that crowd because 
This is good. The grape, the grape olipop. The grape olipop is it's straight really delicious. Good. I'm t- I, yes, straight delicious. Uh, 95 Americans don't get the daily recommended amount of fiber. Get it in the most delicious way. 95 get, Americans or 95 95%. 95%. 95% is not a lot. Yeah, no, 95%. Thank you very much. Olipop is tackling both of these issues with the drink. What just, what just happened? <laughs> I was clearing my throat. Do your thing. Do it with an Olipop. Don't do that noise again. That was frightening. I thought you were like literally vomiting, which would not be good for Olipop because clearly you would never do that because Olipop is not that type of delicious soda. Hey, 90% of Americans consume more than the USDA recommended amount of sugar intake. Uh, right here, this delicious Olipop, that would be uh, four grams, nothing of, of sugar for you. Much lower in sugar than conventional sodas. Only two to five grams per sh- uh, of sugar per can. The grape one's got four. So uh, listen, you're going to love their probiotics. And they offer, by the way, a 100% money back guarantee if you order and you don't like it. They will, of course, give you the refund if you order it through their website. This is what you do. Use the code CHGO20, CHGO20, and you get 20% off your next Olipop order at drinkolipop.com. Drink Olipop.com. Olipop can be found in over 22,000 stores as well across the country. Jewel, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods. But if you, again, 20% off, if you go to drinkolipop.com, get it shipped to you, then you don't have to carry it out of the store. It comes right to your home. It's a beautiful way to do it. And uh, yeah, I, right here today, we're, we're into the classic grape. Olipop, Olipop. Let's go. That's right. And when you and uh, Super Trenton are driving over to... Circa Sportsbook, make sure you're drinking an Olipop on your way over there. Um, you know, Circa Sportsbook is a new proud sponsor here at CHGO Sports. They've been coming out to our tailgates. They're entering the Illinois arena, you know, heading over to Waukegan. And they've, they've got some really great stuff to offer. Uh, they, they Their games strive to be a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sportsbooks, which may use a minus 115 or one, minus 120 split. Uh, Circa Sports keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to the other books. Uh, you know, they... They're very transparent, and that's the thing that I love about them. Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit p- winning players. They encourage bettors to download and explore all sports betting apps that are available. Go ahead, compare the lines from each sports book and see for yourself. Their customer service is second to none. Real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books who use those chat bots where you can never get a straight answer because it's an AI. And what does AI know? They know nothing. So talk to a real person <laughs> at Circus Sportsbook. All aspects of the app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circus Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. We've all seen the amazing pool and TV setup they have in oh, yeah, Vegas. I, I, actually, one of my friends just sent me a vid of the of a Las Vegas and Golden I'm, Knights goal from Stadium I'm Swim. Really hoping that we all can see it for ourselves yeah that'd be nice uh for super bowl week uh but we shall see uh so download the circa sports illinois at circusportscom slash illinois dash app to sign up today also be on the lookout for circa events watch parties and tailgates like the one they're going to be out here this sunday uh make sure you're coming out to the corner of wabash and surback uh we got two more coming up vegas and carolina and you can go to 
chgallchgo.com and hit the events tab and you can hang out with Circa there. So if you or someone you may know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. All right, let's bring in our guy from Ray Chevy, Ray CDJR, our fantasy football guru, Ray Scarpelli. Ray I want the Chevy Bolt. Um, can you? Can, what do you think of EVs before we get into your whole uh, situation here with the fantasy thing? Because I, 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 I'm getting excited here, Ray. I, I can't help myself, so I'm starting there with a little car question for you. It's funny that you say that, Carm, because I was going to say to uh, you and the CHGO listeners, we're actually having a dine and drive with the all new EVs on November seventh from six to eight p.m. We just got a Blazer EV. And a Bolt EV and EUV. I got it. I'm 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 excited. This is this You're is the kidding? move. Uh, I we're okay. November seventh, six to eight. You coming out with me, buddy? I'll I'll, I'll follow you to the edge of the earth. All right. Uh, hey hey Ray. Uh, I've got uh, I've got this guy Justin Herbert on my fantasy team. I'm thinking about dropping him and adding Tyson Bajan. What do you think? I think that would be uh, a very controversial move, my friend. Um, it's kind of funny you bring up Herbert. I actually just traded for him myself a couple weeks ago. Um, I mean, here, he's he's lighting it up. I mean, here, Bajent, right? Like, it was funny. I was talking about this with a friend of mine. I feel like the backup quarterback for the Bears over the years is almost as popular as the quarterback one, right, with – McCown a few years ago, right? Like him, you know, Bajent now. So it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, right? Like that quarterback two has their own individual intrigue in the city. That's always been the case here, which is not a good thing for all of us, uh, mostly the bears, but yeah. Um, oh, it'll be interesting. Somebody's, I bet somebody starts Tyson Bajent this week. Somebody will. Somebody, Some- I mean, here, there's a lot of buys this week, right? There's like, five or six teams on by, you know, if you need a start, I mean, here he's, I mean, he showed, he showed some on Sunday. I mean, he's got some rushing upside. I mean, there's still some good offensive weapons. I guess if you need a start, right. I mean, he's, he's an option. Uh, if right if you didn't get eliminated from your league like like greg Bratz, i'm out you, i'm dude i cannot pay attention to this stuff with everything we have going on here i'm literally zero and six on the season i have anthony richardson and justin fields were both my quarterbacks oh, i man. had uh the running back from cleveland go down early um chubb went down early Can you on imagine me? not being able roshan, to pay attention to your football team Ro- when you do a football podcast but keep going roshan johnson uh also one of my running backs gone debo samuel questionable i picked up uh the running back from miami a cane he's on ir now I- i've given a chain a chain whatever his stupid name is chase claypool was on my team to start the year too oh man did you just drop him I, I stopped paying attention to it. And the guys in my league, this is literally my league. I've been running for 15 years and I, I just stopped. And they're like, will you set your lineups? I'm like, I got a tailgate to run. Leave me alone. Okay. All right. That's pathetic. Uh, let's, yeah. let's look well, at Ray's guys this week. He's got five of them for you. And, and it starts out with uh, our guy Tua at the top, Kenneth Walker and the Seahawks who are, what is Seattle? Seattle's a heavy favorite at home with the Cardinals. I think he's so he's going to run all over them. He loves, he loves Tyreek, which is, 
a very solid chalk play with the Dolphins. Uh, I've, I've got Mark Andrews, and he likes the Seahawks defense against the Cardinals. Um, the Dolphins, of course, are playing the Eagles. So that's a little different. That's a little interesting that you like Miami so much here, Ray. I do because I think that Sunday night football game is absolute must TV. Okay, just appointment television. You got to watch it. I am blocking off that time Sunday night to watch that game. I know the Eagles defense is very good, too. But you got to remember, guys, Tua and Tyreek, I think both of them are MVP candidates. All right. And I think that if they beat the Eagles on Sunday night, one of those two have to show up. I mean, here, if you look at Tyreek Hill, he's like the MVP of fantasy right now. Um, I, I think he is on track to correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I believe he's on track to smash the record for most reception yards. I mean, he came into the season. That was his goal. He wants he wants to break 2000. I think he's got close to 900 receiving yards already. And we're going into week seven here. I mean, this is this is nuts. Unprecedented. I mean, he's. He's playing really well. Tua's playing really well. I mean, that Dolphins offense, you just want a piece of them on your fantasy team. I will say one player that I would fade in this game, and I'm not saying this if if my buddy John is listening. I'm not saying this just because I'm playing against this player. But like I said, Philly defense, I mean, Mostert, right? I mean, here at his age, putting up what he's putting up. I mean, he's got six, seven touchdowns right now. I, I mean, I wouldn't expect a huge game from him. I think they got to wind it up with the pass. That's why I got Hill in there. Um, I think Jalen Waddle is a buy low candidate as well. If you could trade for him in your fantasy league, I think you should do it. I think he's going to have a blow up game as well. So I just really like the pieces of this Dolphins offense. I want to go back to where I was at here. Here, here are my options. All right. Herbert. And you you're, you got to take on the Chiefs, Bajent against the Raiders, or I could pick up a Gardner Minshew maybe against the Browns. What do we think? Is that a, is that a, is that an op, is that an obvious Herbert? I don't know if it is. You always play Herbert, do you? Because Kansas City on the road, they got a good defense. They got a good defense, man. They do, but again, this garbage time touchdowns. It's going to be on Sunday night, man. I mean, they're going to have to throw the ball. You got to look at game script, though, too, right? I mean, like, Herbert's got to throw to win, right? I mean, against Mahomes. It's a a similar situation, right, with the Eagles and Dolphins. They got to throw to win, and that's good for your fantasy quarterback. They're not just going to run the ball. I mean, all right, he's got the bad hand going on here. No, 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 Ray, that's the smart thing to do, but no, you need to start Tyson Bajan. I do, right? Just go all in. All right. Don't he's be scared. He's renting his house on Meatball Island too, right, Brax? Right. He's I mean, getting, he got yeah. a rushing touchdown last week, so, you know, like you just know. keep banking on all that. Uh, Four touchdowns, no picks. I, I like it. Hey, hey, Ray, before you get out of here, uh, how, you, how are you handling this one and five situation? I, I know this is, not, this is not the plan when you were, you know, saying, like, I want to be on CHGO with these amazing carms and brags and hogs and, and Benedettos and, and talking every week about football. We were hoping that we'd at least be two and four, damn it, not one and five. But here we are. <laughs> well, I mean, here, I, I hate to even say this, guys, but amongst, you know, guys in my fantasy group, uh, other Bears fans, guys I'm friends with when we're talking about football. Like, I hate to even say this, but it's like, I mean, you're kind of looking at next year, right? 
I mean, especially with the draft, we got that Carolina pick. We've got our pick. I mean, realistically, you have to start thinking about next year, right? I mean, just being realistic here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is a realistic take, but you know, Ray, I'm, I'm thinking about Sunday. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about shocking the world. I'm thinking about Carolina losing every single game, and uh, I'm thinking about Justin Fields getting back healthy and having a nice, solid quarterback controversy to make us take us through the late I would love that I that that would be that would be here I haven't completely given up hope on fields I mean I know a lot of Bears fans have I mean he's my guy I'm I'm sticking to it but I mean here at the end of the year you do you do have to take a look at it it's just the reality right I mean if you have two number one overall picks in a row right conceivably I believe the odds of us between the Carolina pick and ours is over 50 percent so you have to take a look at that. You have to take a look at it. Uh, Matt Nagy, but yeah, I, I, of course. Uh, Matt Nagy wants, ask Ray, what did they rename that guy's fantasy team to, the one who hates Matt Nagy? <laughs> it, it, good question, Matt. Actually, it was Claypool Flusted My Nagy. <laughs> there it is. Claypool so that, that, my... that is what we renamed his team to. It's good. It's good. Hey, uh, go see, yeah, go see Ray at Ray Chevy and Fox Lake, and you're going to find the vehicle you've been searching for, by the way. Uh, best of all, zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com as well if you want to check it out online before heading up. Been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads, damn it. I'm coming out November 7th, 6 to 8. Let's go. Looking forward to it, guys. Carm, I, you're going to love the car, man. I'm just telling you. You're gonna I'm in. I, I, well, I'm 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 kind of playing the steering contest with you for that car behind you. I know it hasn't come off the lot. <laughs> People are, you I'm know, I don't know what's going on, man. It's got a deposit on it, but but I have the four door version of it, the Charger, same color. Okay, all right. Thanks for the thanks for the intel. Thanks Bre- for the Bre- intel. You can't be in a green. I'm car. a I'm a tough negotiator, Ray. I got you, man. And by me by. Me saying I'm a tough negotiator. I'm saying my wife is a tough negotiator. I'm a sucker. Ray overcharged him. He's an idiot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, brother. Good to see you, Ray. Good to see you, boys. Ray Scarpelli, Ray Chevy. Let's go. Let's go. You like saying let's go a lot. I do. I do. All right, so listen. And when you let's go. Yeah, go ahead. You should always go become a diehard is what you need to become. Become you're, a diehard. You're, you're so good. So here's the deal. You don't have to have a transition every time. I know. Like, I was just messing with them. Uh, and I'm just fitting terrible. it in before we get our last three Super Chats and get on out of here. But uh, I do want you to become a diehard because this is a great time to become one. May not be the greatest time to be a Bears fan, but it is the greatest time to become a diehard. We've got some great events coming up. You can get discounts on the tailgates. Carm's leaving or putting his helmet on. Drop the football. Ball. Ball. Uh, he's not paying attention. But... Adam Hogue puts his newsletter out weekly. Uh, you get exclusive access to that. Karn puts his grades out for every game. Uh, exclusive only to diehards. You get a free shirt like you see here. I wore the Brick by Brick shirt here today. Had no idea we were going to be in the Brick by Brick studios. And that's what we should be calling the studios, right? Uh, the Brick by Brick studio. Sure, Don't uh, sure. just go with it. That's what we're calling it. And uh, so you can become a diehard. And we've got the Blackhawks event coming up. I'm so excited for this Blackhawks event, by the way. It's yeah. on November 4th. 
Then right now they're saying brick by brick, and, and their, it's their uh, Blackhawks put out a thing yesterday that said brick by brick. We have a Blackhawks event coming up that you want a discount on to become a diehard. Anybody can go to the event, but if you become a diehard, you can get a discount on it. And do you know what we're doing for this Blackhawks event? I'm very excited about it. Yes, I am going. I we're going taken. to a little meetup spot, Fifth Third Bank. And then we're going to Fifth Third Bank. We're going to a meetup spot first to have a we few drinks. Yeah, we are. I didn't know then that. we're going to Fifth Third Bank where the Blackhawks practice. We're going to get a tour of the facilities. Fifth Third Arena. Lo- arena. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bank. They don't practice. Fifth Third bank. bank Arena. Just let me get through this. And then we're going to skate on the ice. And we then are? we're going to. Yeah, we are. And uh, then we're going to go to a Blackhawks game. So that's, I mean, that's you're exciting. Sure we're skating. Stuff. I am sure. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that, but I just said it for all of us girls. I don't know. And uh, Cody's taking pictures are, are of us. T- There's just a lot of good reasons to become a diehard. Tickets no? still available, there so are? get on those. Yep. And There's if you a become few. a diehard, you get a discount on that. You get a discount on any future shirt that you get from our chgolocker.com. Free shirt right out the gate. Exclusive access to content we make just for our diehard. So become one. And then I'll stop talking and I'll stop doing this ad read. Unless okay. you don't, then I'm going to keep talking and this whole chat's going to have to sit through a three-hour diehard read. Okay, that's great. Uh, thank you for stopping. Hey, uh, also get fitted out in the best uh, sports gear around. FOCO, F-O-C-O. Check out FOCO.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO for 10% off. FOCO has literally everything you need. Uh, hoodie, shoes, signs, bobbleheads. Uh, Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, fantastic set decorations, which I'm perhaps I have one of them on my head right now. Uh, Focus donated a bunch of awesome pieces for us that you see on our set every day, not necessarily right now today. Um, but we love our friends at Foco. Check it out and use that code CHGO for 10% off. All right, Gregory. Yes, sir. A couple of super chats here. Chris Piguero brags, love what you're saying about Getsy saying he's running my system. But if I was the GM and he came up to me, I'd fire him. I brought you in to help fields. Um, that's going to be a factor in his future employment, Chris. So who knows what this coaching staff is going to look like. And then the other aspect of this comment is, you know, you're saying if you're Ryan Poles and you're the GM, I'd fire him because I brought him to help fields. Sure. But then there's the other aspect you have to consider. And while he did inherit Justin Fields as his quarterback and certainly wanted to try to turn him into the quarterback they they thought he could be, he's still not Justin Ryan Pole. Justin Fields is not Ryan Poles' guy. Period. He's not. He did not draft him. He inherited him. So he may look at Getzy a different way. We don't know. I mean, we're this is all speculation here, but at the end of the day. Ryan Poles does not have his fingerprints on the reason that Justin Fields is here. Just call me ID $1.99. What if we draft Caleb and ruin him too? Well, Well, that that, would suck. Well, then that would suck. And then we would have drafted Caleb and ruined him too. We're not going to not draft him because we're going to be afraid to ruin him. Um, Sono F Gore. Son of Gore. Son of Gore. That would be, but that would be better. Son of Gore. I like Sono F Gore. That seems, that seems right. I mean, I just, Need to go back to school, apparently. Cram is the Rusty Lish of the Chica- of, of CHGO Bears. Who's Rusty Lish? You don't know who Rusty Lish is? No, it sounds like a NASCAR do driver. You, do, you, do you need a lesson in Bears' terrible backup quarterbacks? Because <laughs> I might have to open up a class for you. Rusty Lish is one of them. 
1978 or what? What do I? It was later than that. I, 82? No, no, no. You're going to make me look Maybe it 82. up. 82. Because I, I, now I want to know. 1982? I wasn't even born yet. You. I know. You're, in which, which, you know, you don't need to know anything that didn't happen before you were born. Because, you know, that would be just. Sorry some, that I don't know no, Rusty Lish. You should know who Rusty Lish is. I want to say he wore number 80 eight. to 84, man. I want to say he wore number eight. Am I right or wrong on that? You are wrong about that. Damn. I think at least the picture I just saw was 12. That's correct. Yeah, 12. That, yeah. Rusty. I, I love number 12. What am I thinking? Rusty Lish. Uh, Russell John Rusty Lish played five <laughs> years for the Cardinals and the Bears in five NFL seasons. Lish managed only one touchdown versus 11 interceptions. There's a Bears quarterback for you. One touchdown, 11 picks. If you were the Bears quarterback, you could only do one less touchdown worse than that before you got to 11 interceptions, just so you know. Um, ended his career with a 25.1 passer rating. He's considered by many to be one of the least effective quarterbacks in NFL history. You know what, son of Gore? I got beef with you for putting me in that category. That is not nice. And... Um, Let's go. Hey, Phil Unin, by the way, Carm starting Bajan two, three touchdowns, 21 for 32, 287 yards. Good luck, bro. Uh, let's, let's and, actually, and Phil said he wants to come out to the tailgate and throw bags with us. So. Let's go, Phil. Let's, let's, let's absolutely go. Who, All right. Phil, who would you want on your team if we're throwing bags, me or Carm? I'll let you answer in the chat. You. I, I'll answer for Phil. You're better <laughs> than me at that. But I, I mean, a couple of more weeks and I'll pass you up. Uh, okay. As we as we say goodbye, and we're gonna do this on the pregame show again on Sunday. Are we gonna sing? But a you song? won't be. You won't even be on. No, we're not gonna sing a song. You oh. want to sing the song? No, Thank I goodness. Just, no, I please. I thought that's what we Let's were go. about to no, do. I, I want to know go. what your numbers and are. How for. we haven't played Secret Beige Man all week is a mystery to me. I want. I that is that is a bad job by us. We'll play it Sunday on a loop. All right. <laughs> I, 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 I want to know what you think Bajit's numbers will be on Sunday off the top of your head before you don't speak again till postgame. <laughs> 225 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. What is, what's his completion ratio? 60%. Give me a, like a 16 for 24 or uh, give me something that we can track here. I can do a 60%. He's what for what? Well, now I have to try to figure out. No, what don't worry about the sixty. Don't worry. You didn't. You didn't say that. Nobody said that. No one cares. Uh, Give me the numbers. You got two twenty-five, two touchdowns, two picks. Okay, what else? Seventeen of twenty-eight. Seventeen of twenty-eight. What is didn't, that? Didn't didn't uh, didn't our guy literally just say seventeen to twenty-eight? I, I didn't see it. Okay, All right. so seventeen to twenty-eight. What is the percentage of that? Is that what you're asking me? Well, yeah. Oh, you gotta f- type it in, Mister well, Math you, Guy. Yeah. I well, I could. That's about 63%. Damn, so, I got close. So, so uh, maybe six, I just did that off the top of my head, by the way. Maybe 16 and 28, then. Just, just shush, shush. 17 and 25. It's a 225, two touchdowns. Lord Crimson has 160 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Anybody else? I, lock well, them in. Well, I'll say this much. When we talk about the you know coordinator putting the team in the best position to win, and if he's trying to shuffle around this offensive line – few more max protects might help, you know, um, maybe run the ball a little more, take some of the decision-making out of the quarterback's hand, out of the offensive line's hand of how they're going to pass protect, which they've had trouble with all season long. Those are things that 
might be smart to do instead of trying to constantly call plays that the team can't execute and then coming into the you know midseason or midweek presser and say well this is how it's supposed to be ran and they just didn't run it well you got to run plays they know how to run and if they haven't proven they know how to run them you can't run them okay all right just take a deep breath we're gonna end the show your boy boogie one for 45 for three yards one rushing touchdown nine sacks you know what I love that your Justin Fields love you, boy boogie. So you you stick with it. Bajan's the worst quarterback of all time. We're going back to we're going back to Justin. Uh, you know, some brilliant people out there think that I'm the Tom Brady of the show. These are beautiful people with beautiful thoughts, with beautiful hearts. Those are the people that I that I that I that I love the most. But for those of you who think that I'm the Steve Fuller of the show, do you know who Steve Fuller is? Yeah. Who is he? <laughs> He's a quarterback. Number four? Do what? Do you do you have any idea what Keep era away. Steve Fuller played in? The okay, 80s? we're gonna end. The, we are actually gonna end the. the I know show. he's a quarterback for the Bears. I can't remember if it was the eighties or the nineties. He's in the Super Bowl 90s. shuffle. He's in this damn ass Super Bowl shuffle. Do you understand how unbelievably upsetting this is? They say Jimbo is our man. If Jimmy can't do it, I sure can. This is Steve, and it's no wonder. I run like lightning and pass like thunder. So bring on Atlanta. Bring on Dallas. This is for Mike and Papa Bear Hellas. I'm not here. Feathers ruffle. Just came here to do Super Bowl shuffle. He wore number four. He beat the Washington. That would have been a good way to just psh, end okay. it. All right. Damn. Bye. Almost did. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all silly like the mayor.